Hello my friends, welcome to the We Are TGF Gaming Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're keeping safe and well, and don't forget to hit the follow button so you know when we upload next. Hello again my friends, welcome back to a brand new episode of the We RTGF Gaming Podcast. My name is Gamester and I will be your host for today. The topic for conversation in this episode is going to be about genres of games. You know we are going to deviate from that conversation quite a lot and we'll get there eventually but <laughs> that's probably why you've come back to keep listening to these podcasts. Now, of course, I am joined with a superb guest. We've been getting requests to get her back on, and we have finally managed to do that. As you might have guessed by the title of this episode, I am, of course, talking about bubbles. Hello, hon. Are you? Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. Oh, it's been so long. It has. It's great to have you back on to the podcast again. Now, as you said earlier, we're going to be talking about a few things. But the general topic is going to be the news, which I've got quite a few news stories to go through. And it's going to be about genres of games as well. So, first and foremost... How are you doing? Because I know it's been a rough couple of months for you. Yeah, um, I could be better, but at the moment I'm doing a lot more better than I was a couple of weeks ago. That's um, great to hear. Yeah, it's it's been tough. Um, the last podcast that um, my dad was in, uh, I was actually in hospital due to an overdose because my mental health got really bad and when I heard the really kind of words I I sobbed like a bitch (laughs) (laughs) I sobbed so much hearing you guys say that everything everyone says really does like help me a lot mentally because it it reminds me that there are people who care out there because mental health sucks it really does (laughs) yeah I've suffered with it myself in the past you know that and yeah. I don't think there's any out and out cure for mental health. No, there isn't. There's only ways to subdue it for a little while until you need that release again. Yeah, it's like yeah. they say when you are an alcoholic or you're an addict you've got an addictive personality and you've been addicted mm. to things in the past, which I have and I will hold my hands up to that. And you never really over it, you are still referred to as an addict. You're just an yeah. addict that has been clean for X amount of days, months, years, whatever. Yeah. And the same can be said about being an alcoholic. You never stop being an alcoholic. Once you are an alcoholic, that's it. That's something that's going to stay with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And there will it's... be times that you fall off the wagon, as they say. But Oh, definitely. Like You're not perfect. You can't be perfect. You can't always be happy. And that's the part of being a human. You're supposed to have all of these different types of emotions for people to understand, you know, that it is okay to be not okay. Um, I'm always going to be known as suicidal and I will, you know, happily talk about it with anyone because if I can talk to someone and they go, oh, well, I feel like that and it's okay to feel like that, then that's made my, my life meaningful. 
I usually turn around and say there's no point in living life because you're just born to die. But now I've kind of realised, you know, all my friends kind of yelling at me and calling me an idiot for overdosing. Um, I realise now that I've actually helped some people in my life and that gives me meaning and, you know, it makes yeah. me want to live. Well, here's a little story that I wasn't going to, well, I wasn't <laughs> going to say, but it's now come up in conversation and I think it's very fitting my sperm donor, as I call him, was very abusive. He was very controlling. And eventually, my mum found out that he was cheating. So that was the excuse she needed to get out and mm. to say, no, there's there's no excusing that. Like, there's no excusing yeah. the fucking abuse. But, yeah. yeah, that gave her an excuse that she could stand behind. And she did. That was back when I was six. Mm. And then when she had a couple of boyfriends in between, which were just assholes, and she was thinking with a pussy, I think you'd say. <laughs> because they were good looking, but they were just horrible people. Right. Then she got with the guy that I call my dad. Now, biologically, he is not my dad, but... I was 16 and I asked him to adopt me and he blubbered like a little boy <laughs> and said, yes, of course I will. And he's been my dad ever since. And he's earned the right to be called my dad. But before we got to that, he was very young at the time. He was only 19 when my mum met him. And my oh. mum was around 37. Jesus Christ. So there's your like... Mom, your there's mom's like... like really fucking good isn't she <laughs> yeah so he he is not i think he's only about three years older than my eldest brother mm. so that didn't go down very well and he had that then he had these other two kids because i'm the youngest of three had mm. and it all got a bit too much and i remember he took me to the doctor's and it was around half a mile away from our house. And on the way back, he kept saying, I'm sorry, Rob, I need, I need to sit down. Yeah. And I was thinking, what's going on here? This is not like him. Normally, I'm the one who's having to... Because he was really lanky at the time. I'm the one yeah. who needs to take two steps for every one of his steps. I'm normally trying to catch up to him because oh, he's yeah, a fast like walker. And... He was really lagging behind, and I'm thinking, this this isn't right. And then in the middle of the street, he collapsed. Oh. And I literally picked him up. And at the time, I was about five foot five, and he was six foot two. Oh, that was a fucking picture. <laughs> and I was carrying him back home. I carried him about halfway, so about a quarter of a mile. Got him home. Uh, the ambulance was called. And then I found out later on that evening that he was currently in the hospital having his stomach pumped because he was suffering with mental health. And we've now since found out that he's got bipolar and he was suffering really badly that day. Yeah. He, he shouldn't have come with me, but he took an overdose. And yeah, him collapsing was the tablets taking effect. Yeah. And I vividly remember not giving a shit about the fact that he took an overdose 
but I was in the hospital visiting him and I jumped onto the hospital bed and I started throwing punches at him. Oh. And I can't, I can't even remember it that well. Mm. I remember just being in floods of tears while it was happening. But apparently, according to my mother and then according to him, I was screaming at him, how dare you make me love you? So that was my first initial... I've, now, I've had problems with my past with my yeah. sperm donor, but that was the first initial, like, full in-your-face when I was old enough to understand kind of situation where it came to the forefront and think, well, yeah, mental health is nothing to be scoffed at because no. whereas I was thinking about myself, I didn't... It was only afterwards that I was feeling guilty and I started thinking about what he must have been going through to do that. So the reason I'm telling the story is because, yeah, I know what it's like to be on the receiving end and I know what it's like to be with somebody who suffers madly with yeah. their mental health. And I think that's where I get my empathy from. That's why yeah. I don't tend to judge people too harshly unless they're absolute knobheads like amber heard <laughs> she can fuck off she can just suck a dick but yeah i i understand it more mm. would you say that's kind of the same for you and you've had i don't expect you to tell the story but you've had moments like that where things have sort of mentally slapped you in the face and said, oh, yeah, yeah. Th it's a thing. It's been really hard because I suffer with hallucinations and voices. Um, the doctors weren't diagnosed with schizophrenia, which is really annoying. They're just like, no, it's dissociative disorder, which is really weird. But I suffer with really bad hallucinations and voices. Um, I what? have seven voices in my head. Sorry to interrupt. What What's the difference? Um, dissociative disorder just basically means one minute my brain's here, next I'm in la-la land. Schizophrenia is when it happens on a day-to-day -day basis, where it's in front of you, you can see it. Yeah. Um, I have seven voices in my head. I've got uh, four men, three women, and they constantly are just yelling at me, telling me what to do, how to hurt myself or hurt others. Some days are better than others where I can just push it all to the back of my head and just ignore it. I can blast my heavy metal in my ears, my screamo, and just forget the world exists. Other days it gets hard. The day I took the overdose, um, I took 16 500 milligram cocodamol tablets. Um, I had suffered really hard that day with just voices. And it doesn't help with my living situation, which I'll get into in a bit, where there's people here that are just horrible and disgusting and will just downright talk to me like I'm some bitch. And it pushed me to the edge where I was like, fuck it, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't care about the consequences. I don't care if I die or not. I wanted to die. So one of the staff members here uh, had actually taken me to the hospital because they said they would take eight hours for an ambulance to come get me. We get to the hospital about, about half seven-ish. And then I get everything taken, you know, all the bloods, the, the ECG... And then they're like, yeah, you've got to stay here for 48 hours. Thankfully, though, I didn't have to have my stomach pumped. I threw it all up, which was disgusting. I hated yeah. it. I I've, had my, I've had my stomach pumped. It's not nice. 
I'm glad I did throw it all up. Don't get me wrong, because I don't want my stomach pumped. But I hate being sick. But I met a really nice person when I was in the hospital. And he made me kind of realise, you know what, there is actually a point in living sometimes. Sometimes. All the times. But most times. <laughs> yeah. And um, when I got out, they were like, right, okay, well, well, we'll just let you go. You can find your own way home. And I was like, oh, thanks. I ended up having to call my ex up to come pick me up on his bike. And then on the way home, just holding on to him, you know, I still love him to pieces, even though he's a complete and utter wanker and he can go fuck himself. I still love him. I'll always have a bit of love for him. Yeah, that never stops. Oh, yeah. Just holding him on the way home on the back of his bike, you know, it made me feel stupid because I realised there was people out there that care. Like, even if my ex didn't love me anymore, he still came and picked me up. He didn't have to. Could have just said, no, go fuck yourself. Yeah. No, I've got a lot of respect for him. Well, I did until May Day. (laughs) Yeah. That's That's a different situation. But... When I got back, I got told off by nearly everyone. They were like, you're so stupid. You shouldn't do that. You know, there are points in life to live. And it's like, yeah, but you don't know what I go through. You might say you understand, you know, oh, you've got voices in your head. I understand that. You don't. It's like with self-harm. I've always said to someone, if you want to know what it feels like to self-harm, here's a piece of paper and here's a pen. You are not allowed to draw on that piece of paper at all. I'm going to sit next to you and just say, do it. Go on, draw on it. Do it. Do it. You know you want to. You know, you just want to do it. Go on. Until they end up breaking and doing it. Because it's, it's like that. That's what it feels like. That's a really good analogy. It's the only way I can really explain it to people. Because it's like, I know I don't, I shouldn't do it. I don't want to do it. But I can't help it. If I've got something in my head, like one of the fucking blokes of my head just constantly sits there and he goes, go on, do it. You know, you need to. Go on, do it. I do it because it's the only way I can shut them up if I'm having a bad day. But other days I can phone up my dad or I can phone up my mum. Even one of my best friends I'll phone them and just sit and talk to them. And it's, that's the only way at the moment I've been able to, you know, do anything. I get that because, and I do, and you can tell me if I'm completely off the mark, but (laughs) I genuinely get that because for me and i think for the majority of other people around the world Mm. it's easy to dismiss that one quick thought i mean yeah i've used to do parkour as you know there's been many many times where i've been stood one foot away from my mate on the edge of a building looking down And I'm even including a 16-storey high-rise in that. (laughs) With no railings, no nothing. And I've had that fleeting thought where it would be a case of, all you'd have to do now, Rob, is just tap him on the back. Yeah. Or just forward and he's gone. That's it. And that's it. You can watch him die. And it's only a fleeting, like, passing thought and I think nah I could never live with myself and I just bat it off like it's nothing and I think we all have that kind of mentality we all have that dark side inside of us but as I said that's fleeting and I think living with what you have is it's like it's not fleeting it's constant it's always there 
and you it takes so much mental willpower just to not even like listen to them or you can't not listen but to take no notice of it silence them yeah what my dad would say and i think that's why a lot of people in your situation tend to turn to drink drugs or just anything to try and halt it and stop it yeah i don't (laughs) i'm actually clean (laughs) for everything surprisingly loads of people think i do a lot of drugs i don't even smoke i don't i don't like it you know, it's probably because both my parents smoked when I was younger. And I, I tried it twice and I choked because I suck. <laughs> but I very rarely drink because I don't like not having control. I'm a control freak within certain things. The only thing I do, really, is blast music in my ears or I play games. Those are the only things I can think of that will help me not do anything. And well, that's why I... gaming is such a massive love in the family. I think that's the same for me. Uh, but, well... As a byproduct, it's being creative. That's what I love to do, whether Mm. that's painting, drawing, making something, even cooking meals. Anything where I can get to be creative, that sort of silences my brain. And I I can just. (laughs) I just go off into my own little world, and gaming is an extension of that. Even though it's not technically being creative. While I'm playing games, I'm constantly thinking of, oh, I like how that's been made. I, mm-hmm. I love, and then I start wandering off in my own mind thinking, you that shoulder pad things. for caustic, I wonder how long that took for someone to create that. Forever, most likely. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, and I'm thinking about that. And while I'm thinking about that, I'm not thinking about any of my problems. I'm not thinking about the day-to-day or anything like that. I'm just... I'm in my own little world and I need that sort of escape yeah. into my own little world. So other than gaming and your music, is there anything that you find helps you? Uh, I write. I write little short stories sometimes. No, I don't publish them. And no, no, I read them because if they did, I'd probably put in a psych ward. <laughs> but I like to write because it's a world I can control. Well, I used to do that as well. I used to write a journal. Back oh, in, I write little fantasy stories. I used to write my journal, and it was. I've I've read them, I kept them, and I read them when I was in a better place, shall we say? And some of the bile that came out of me was just oh, yeah. <laughs> horrible. Uh, there was one time when I was living with my brother temporarily, and I was on benefits, so I wasn't getting much. And they were asking for half of my benefit check every fortnight. (sighs) And now I look back on it, I think, yeah, that was pretty accurate. It takes about that amount, or it did. But at the time, I was just writing, what a fucking bitch asking me for this much fucking money. (laughs) And that's what I was writing down in the journal. And it it was just so ignorant and unnecessary. But once I'd wrote it down, it was, it was out of my system. Yeah, that's the best thing to do is if I get really, really, really bad, sometimes I will write what I feel on a piece of paper and I'll burn it. Because once yeah. you've written it down, you know, your emotions have gone or it's like talking to a therapist, but it's like putting it on paper and then burning it just means that there you go. 
you've put down what you want now burn it get rid of it don't think yeah. of it again it's not as easy as that i fucking wish it was <laughs> i was like looking at ages ago but it's it's that tem- temporary release is what it is so is that something that you would suggest for anyone in your position at the moment listening to can, this yes um if you can get a therapist i definitely would say get one you might think oh they're not gonna be able to help or nothing but talking to someone helps a lot even if it's just to say look mate i'm having a really shit day today can we just talk about something you don't even need to talk about your issues you can just go in there and go i found this really bomb ass fucking meme and we should look at it it's fucking hilarious <laughs> it's just distracting yourself for that little bit you might think it's stupid. You might think, you know, there's no point in doing it. But there really is. You could just go on, I don't know, Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anything. And just look at memes. If you want, message me. I'll fucking send you memes. I've got memes galore. I think I've got about 300 or so <laughs> memes on my phone. And I wonder why I've got no fucking storage space left. <laughs> I, I tend to some... star in mine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... If you're struggling, that's fine. You're allowed to struggle. You're human. You can't always be happy. You can't always be great. You're supposed to feel emotions. You're supposed to feel not well because you can't always feel great. I wish I could, but I can't. But feeling not okay is okay as well. And even if it's just you got to write it down, you know, you want to just rant about anything, you want to just look at memes, just do something to distract yourself. It's not worth it. Well, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm actually going to quote Piers Morgan of all people. Because, yes, we are currently living in a world where Piers Morgan and people like Danny Dyer are the voice of reason right now. And it's weird. (laughs) It's like Danny Dyer is this fucking cockney guy who used to just come across as a little bit of a fucking dumb cunt. (laughs) <laughs> and then you've got Piers Morgan, who is inevitably always looked at as a pretty, bit of a prick, because he is. Yeah. But I watched uh, The Diary of a CEO. One day, maybe our podcast will become that big. I doubt it. But oh, maybe maybe one day. But one thing that I really enjoy that podcast for is the fact that it is one-on-one and they're asking the tough questions, the questions that people want to know the answers to. And they had Piers Morgan on. And as he says, I'm in the opinions business, but he made a distinction that I really, really liked. And he said, we need to draw a line in between what people are suffering with from their day-to-day life, whether they're late and they've had a row with a teacher because the kids weren't at school on time or whether they're having problems in their jobs. That is not mental health issues. That is having a bad day. And people are using that as an excuse to say, oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm down. Fuck off. And yeah, and and when he made that distinction, I was thinking, you know what? He's bang on with that. Yeah, I'm I'm so sick of these people saying, oh, I've got mental health issues. No, you're not. You're, fucking got, you're having a bad day. Grow yeah. the fuck up and deal with it like the rest of us have to. 
Yeah. And you know what? It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to have a really shitty fucking day. I had one yesterday. There's now a rumour going around in the place that I've been giving head to some of the security guards here. In an alleyway. And you know what the first thing I did? I fucking laughed and said, excuse me, I wouldn't do it in an alleyway. I have more class than that, bitch. Because <laughs> um, it's so I, toxic here. <laughs> Forgive me for this, but in my head... <laughs> Getting head by someone with Tourette's is not a good idea. <laughs> Imagine getting a tick right in the middle. That could go horribly yeah. wrong. I'm oh, just saying. My days. Just saying. Funnily enough, they don't happen when that that stuff is happening. Thankfully. <laughs> but well, but the, it would be horrible. <laughs> but then. Yes, Sweet Anita said it in one of her videos as well. For yeah. anyone who doesn't know, Sweet Anita has also got Tourette's. She's uh, lovely. Her Tourette's is a lot more severe, but... Yeah, she's got actual Tourette's, where I've just got stress-related Tourette's. They are Tourette's. Why am I saying actual Tourette's? <laughs> <laughs> Tourette's that just aren't 24-7. Thankfully, yeah. I'm, I'm so thankful for that, which is why I haven't really ticked much in this in this podcast. I ticked a little bit, but I'm just so happy and excited, you know, because it's, it's been so long since I've been here and been able to talk to you. You, you guys are like my fucking second family, and I will call you like my second family, because you are. That's you know, such I a nice like, compliment. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like half of them are like, I've got like so many brothers and sisters, so many aunts and uncles, like how many dads have I got now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I love the TGF. It's like my favourite thing in the world. I don't, I'm not always active, it's because I kind of, took discord off my phone for you've more got memes. you've got other <laughs> things to deal with yeah we get it but i try and be as active as much i mean like john c i fucking love her oh i, I could love her every day yeah I'd she's awesome she's so sweet and so nice and oh just being able to talk to the tgf family like you know it's just so nice and it helps me as well whenever i feel like shit i'm like right fuck it John C, let's fight. <laughs> and it's it, it's a distraction as well. And that's why I will always call you a lot my second family, because you are. Yeah, because we are a gaming family that just sort of... We take everything on the chin. We're not yeah. too serious. No, um, the only thing we don't allow is any kind of discrimination or bullying Yeah, do that and I'll way. find you, bitch. I'll find you and I'll that's find you, That's it. Other than that... <laughs> We don't care where you're from. We don't care how old you are. We don't care the colour of your skin, your sexuality, your pronouns, anything. We don't give a shit. I fucking hope not, because, like, I don't even know. Just, 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 do you guys know that I'm a Satanist? Yes. <laughs> but I'm he... a Satanist, and no one's fucking told me of, like that I'm not allowed there. Just because I worship someone else's god doesn't mean, like, you know, you guys can't worship your own. It's the same with, like, sexuality as well. I'm pansexual. I don't care about gender. I'm just a whore, basically. <laughs> nah, I... Pixie's bisexual, and guess what? You're I'm both, stealing her from you. <laughs> you're both just fucking greedy. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm polyamorous, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the greediest motherfucker going. But no, it's just... The TGF, they're also respectful and lovely, and I love it there. Honestly, you lot need more fucking people in there, because you guys are great. And, like, with your streams as well, I don't pop in a lot, like, very rarely, but when I do, it's just a laugh. Well, it's so nice. Do you think that having uh, your mental health issues uh, with the voices and everything, do you think that could 
you know, all them voices being combative and trying to fight for prominence within your own head. Did you think that could be the reason for your Tourette's? I don't know. The doctors have just said that it's just mainly stress that her, it sets them off. I've got triggers that will set me off completely. And yes, then... I won't mention it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can say homeless snails. Anyone fucking, you know, says the actual word, I'll kill you. Because <laughs> I hate them. Uh, they're horrible. But my ticks have been actually quite decent recently. Apart from the one where I'm just like, oh, a bitch. I mean, it's true, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. But that's a, that's a meme in itself now. Oh, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> the Hang on, let me put my glasses on. What do I say? What's that? Oh, look, it's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, we've all seen him. Oh, Jesus. Um, no, he's not going to help. He's a fictional character. <laughs> in it. <laughs> I say that a lot. And it's like, why am I saying Jesus? Why me out of everyone to say Jesus? But the, <laughs> going back to the Satanist comment. Yeah. To be fair, I have seen the text from the... I don't know what you call it, the Satan Bible. The Satanic Bible. Yeah, the Satanic Bible. I've seen the text from it. Yeah. And the commandments in there make a whole lot more sense than they do in the actual oh, Bible. Yeah. I'm, so I'm silly, not gonna like... I'm not gonna say you shouldn't believe in it, you should no, believe, believe this, what, you should what believe you that. Believe in, mate, but... Yeah, believe whatever you want, but all I'm saying is the Satanic Bibles made a lot more valid points than the mm. actual Bible. So, does that? <laughs> mm. My favourite one from the 11 Satanic Rules of the Earth is number nine, which is do not harm little children. The yeah. It has to be said, which annoys the fuck out of me, but it's true. Like, you shouldn't harm anyone, but out of everyone, don't harm kids. Kids are just... The joy of the life, blah, 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 blah. I am not having kids. Kids scare me. <laughs> I believe that in the Satanic Bible, one of them was something along the lines of one of my own life mottos, one of my mantras that I live by, which is you could try anything you want, but do it in moderation. And I mm. believe that's in there as well. And I'm like, I believed that my entire fucking life before I even knew what the Satanic Bible was. Yeah. So that's what I mean by. Phone. I'm, I'm looking at them now. I, be... I like to have it on my phone. I believe so there's I something along them lines. Number one is do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. Number two is do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Number three, when in another's lair, show him respect or do not else go there. Number four, if a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. Fucking love that one. Number yeah. five, I love this one as well, which is weirdly said, but do not make sexual advances unless you are giving the mating signal. The reason I love this one is because, unfortunately, I have been sexually assaulted twice. Um, I'm okay to talk about it. It's in the past now, but having someone believe they can put their hands on you without your permission pisses me the fuck off and i will deck anyone who tries now I've, it's to the point of you come near me i'll punch you <laughs> yeah self-preservation yeah number six is do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved which i like that one 
Oh, I cool. think that's very, that's deep. That's very yeah. Po- poignant. And yeah, I agree with that one wholeheartedly. Yeah. Number seven is acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic that after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained, which that kind of just, yeah, I don't really believe in the magical shit. Like, the world is the world, isn't it? You, there is stuff that we don't know and there's stuff that is known, but that I kind of see it as another way of knowledge. Magic and knowledge. Magic for me is... The magic of science. It's, and I mean that in a not in the like lab coat sense. I yeah. mean it in the very literal sense. For example, holding Adam in my arms for the first time, as soon as he was born, and seeing his his eyes looking straight back up at me. Yeah, that to me was tangible magic. It isn't to anyone else because to anyone else it's just a father and their boy. Yeah. But for but me, you, it's different. it was, that is, in essence, magical. And there's yeah. no other word that I can use to sort of sum it up. That's so sweet. It was Aww. overwhelmingly, it got me so emotional just seeing it that Aww. throughout, I was perfectly fine. I was, yeah. I was as strong as an ox. <laughs> throughout the labour and it was a 38 hour labour as well I think it was oh my days because there was a complication uh, apparently it happens a lot I didn't know this but the bag can get twisted mid term yeah. and it will create two bags of water so when her waters burst the first time there was still another bag there Oh, Jesus. So she was in labour for so long before they realised there's another bag here. We've got to pop it before the labour happens. And that was basically shoving what looked like a crocheting needle up. No, thank you. And I physically heard it pop. All the water came out. And then from that moment, that was at two minutes past nine in the morning. That was two minutes past nine a.m., and he was born at 27 minutes past nine. Jesus. So as soon as that second bag burst, that was it. Yeah. Fuck off. I was strong. Yeah, talking about that kind of stuff. (laughs) I was strong right up until the point that I cut his cord and everything, and I, they said, right, you can hold him now. And I picked him up and instantly went into floods of tears. As soon as I held him in my arms. So, so cute. Yes. To me, that moment was magical. And you can't tell me anything else. So when I say I believe in magic, yeah, that's the moment that I believe. That's magic so exists. When that's something so transcends time, when it transcends your any kind oh. of logical thinking and you're just in the moment, nothing else yeah. matters, that is... That's where magic lives. Aww, it's so cute. <laughs> Aww. It's very rare that it'll happen, though. Very rare that ever happens in your life. Yeah. If you can even experience that once in your life... You are one lucky motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and I've experienced it a few times, thankfully. Aren't you lucky? God, I, I am do the lottery extre- next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm extremely lucky. I'll do the lottery. Give me half the winnings. 
a bitch needs it and a bitch be Charlie. <laughs> if I could, I would gift it to everybody on the planet because it's something that I think could <clears throat> could change the whole trajectory of the way people look at each other. Unfortunately, I don't think it would. Only because people are greedy. Yeah, they'll want it too much. Yeah. The people who are greedy, go fuck yourself. With a cactus. It hurts. Backwards. Yeah, backwards. (laughs) (laughs) So, now we get back onto the actual subject. Is there any... When it comes to your mental health or anything like that, is there any kind of genre of game that takes your mind off more than any other? Uh, I would say fantasy, mainly because it's obviously not real. So because it's not real, I'm in a different world. I'm having to think differently. I'm having to do things differently than I would in the real world. What kind of fan- What kind of fantasy, though? The dark kind of fantasy with... Orcs, any, goblins, and anything like that. Or... Any fantasy for me. I just love anything that's different. I've been playing. Um, oh god, what is it called? No Man's Sky with one of my friends. Oh, a brilliant game. I was fucking weird. <laughs> I kept, I kept like getting hit by all these weird plants, and I was like, "What the fuck? What am I doing?" <laughs> but being able to play that and having to look at all these animals, and I'm like, "I love them all. I love animals. They're my favourite." But anything fantasy that isn't realistic is basically the best for me because the real world sucks. <laughs> yeah. It really does. I wish I could put myself in a game. I probably could, but I meant realistically put myself in it. I would love to. Hey, PSVR and I have the PC, VR PS, yeah. PC VR as well is probably the closest we're going to get to. Yeah. Well, for the at least for the time being. Oh, that's next on the on the list. I've got the the Oculus Quest, I think. One of the two. My friends sent me a link for it. It's next on my buy list. <laughs> Snap. I want to get a new monitor and then a... a <coughs> I beg <coughs> your pardon. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Uh, next, after my monitor, because at the moment I'm running 60 hertz and I'm... I've got a PC that can run at like 100 frames a second and it just keeps screen tearing, so I need to get a decent Ooh. monitor. Ah. And then as soon as I've got that, I want an Oculus. Yeah, I have no clue like half of my specs. I've literally just like gone to my uncle because my uncle builds PCs as like a little hobby. So I was like, can you build my PC for me if I buy my stuff? And he's like, yeah, all right. I don't even know <laughs> half my specs. People are like, what's your specs? I'm like, specs? <laughs> I don't know. It got pretty colours. <laughs> I've got an i7-1060 GPU. Uh, got just standard power supply of 500 watts. I've got four different fans in my machine. And I've got, I think it's 16 or 8 gigabyte of RAM. So I need to upgrade that at some point. But no, yeah, I don't know. Mine's just pretty colours. <laughs> I've got an SSD later. as well, and I've got a HDD as backup. Yeah, I'll post up a picture on the the TGF chat. Yeah. Just let people have a look and go. I don't know what it is, but pretty colours. <laughs> so when it comes to the fantasy games, is there any example that you can give that you ignore that? Sorry. 
<laughs> oh, don't worry keep... about it. They welfare check us at two o'clock to see if we're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Is there any particular like fantasy games that have really captured your imagination mm. more than any other? Oh God! Stop asking me like big questions. Charlie Brain's small and dumb. <laughs> Charlie's um, brain is not small and dumb. She just it's... has to navigate through the weeds to get to the answer she wants. <laughs> Um, oh Jesus. But they also say that a genius's mind is normally the one that's the most messy. Oh yeah, mine's messy as fuck. <laughs> that's why you see geniuses in their office and there's papers and books and shit everywhere. So if I tell my mum that my room, my room's messy because I'm a genius, do you think she'll stop telling me off? <laughs> I don't think she'll stop telling you off, but I think she'll walk back off into a different room and go... She's not far wrong. <laughs> um, oh, God. I'm looking at my games and I'm like, oh, they're all zombie games. They're all zombie games. They're oh, zombie games. I just play zombie games at the moment. Um, Code Vein's a good game. I like that game. That is a great game. I, I, I'm struggling. I'm going to have to get my friend to come back on and help me. Because I'm so fucking bad. It's like... My friend, he's like, oh, you got to go this way. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go the other way now because you told me to go one way. <laughs> to keep dying. Oh, I do that. When oh. when there's a waypoint on the map and it says, I come to a T-junction or something, and it'll say, you need to go to the left. I'll go, well, fuck that. I'm going to the right. There might be something <laughs> well, down the right? there, there that I need. Something... Yeah, there could be like a little um, hint or like a little, like an object you can only get at that certain point. Yeah. Always check the map, people. And then you, you know go around the corner and you see a chest in front of you and go, see, I told you. <laughs> I told you so, Brain, yeah. I told you so. <laughs> and look, it's um, a dead end too. I would have missed <laughs> this if I went your way. <laughs> oh, jeez. My cheeks are hurting because I'm smiling so much. That just shows how much I'm happy right now. Oh, that's <laughs> quite a compliment. Thank you so much. Well, obviously, you're the better person to talk to about everyone. Shh, don't tell him. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this, no, you didn't hear that. Shut up. <laughs> you heard nothing. You heard nothing. <laughs> well, I think that's because you and, well, your dad and me are cut from the same cloth. I yeah. think that's what it's down to. It's quite scary, to be honest. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hold on. Hold on a minute. Sounds like my dad. Yeah. Good or bad? <laughs> well, I have been sort of like indoctrinated into the TGF as the father figure, which I never intended to happen. Yeah. I would you, I'd like star, to be though. I'd like to be one well, when I set it up with Pixie, I thought I wanna just be, you know, amongst my peers, the people of like minded like thoughts and opinions of me. But yeah, it it, it sort of developed without my control into people coming to me for advice and suggestions on what games I should be playing. And yeah, it's like, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, You're just tapping into my expertise when it comes to games. (laughs) Yeah. And I I love that. Thank you. It's quite a compliment. I love talking to people, but I don't at the same time. (laughs) It's weird. I love talking to people and I love talking about games and, you know, finding out new games. I would never have thought I would play Elden Ring ever and i have it because my friend said to me you'd love it i've tried it i fucking hate the game because it's so difficult but my friend said he'd help me but i 50 quid on a game jesus christ 
But that's the whole point when it comes to Elden Ring or Soulsborne games. They yeah. haven't got a difficulty slider. It's constantly, as I have always said, it's constantly set on one difficulty setting and that setting is called, fuck you. <laughs> that's all up your fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's difficult. But on the flip side, because it's so difficult. You have to use your brain. <laughs> it's all about timing. It's all about using the right strategy. strategy. And once you actually beat it, there is no buzz like it. For example, back in the olden days and the golden age of gaming, as I call it. All right, calm down. We're getting (laughs) dusty back there. Calm down. (laughs) It might be dusty, but that's only because no one wants to throw it away. (laughs) Dust only collects on the things that have been sat there out of love and respect. Yeah, don't throw away things. Keep them there for memories. Yeah, because if it was truly shit, they would have been binned a long time ago. (laughs) See? But I love that age because there were certain games, like Crash Bandicoot, the original Crash Bandicoot, there was a lot of people that were introduced to the series recently because it's about time came out. And they were thinking, wow, this game is really difficult. And the rest of us are sat there going, yeah, what did you expect? That you could, it'd be a one and done. You could go through Mm. it and do it in one life. No, it's not like that. So when I was playing back then, I used to go on to Skybridge. That would be the perfect example. It was a very very difficult level to get by and the amount of times that we've all died on that level is unbelievable (laughs) but when you manage to get to the end yeah you end up jumping up off the couch and going yes i got it (laughs) fucking get in there yeah and (laughs) that rush of endorphins and adrenaline when you finally got through something that you've been stuck on is just amazing and you yeah you don't really tend to get that with modern games that much because they tend Not to hold really. your hand a lot more. Yeah. Which I like games that don't necessarily hold your hand and you say, right, here's the basics, now go and work out the rest for yourself. Good luck, I, mate. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. I so, like a bit of both. I like a little bit of help. Yeah, we've established like... that already. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but I like a little bit of help, but not too much. Where it's like literally babysitting me. It's like fuck off. I'm twenty two. Yes. I don't need a babysitter. But I think that's why the Soulsborne games have been such a success. Yeah. And why so many people are trying them now because that rush you get when you finally manage to complete a boss that is taking you 20 plus attempts to do is such a good feeling (laughs) in elden ring i'm not joking i've gone into like this little cave because i was like oh a cave i'm gonna go in there fucking died i keep dying i got jump scared as well my friend was kissing himself laughing because he knew it was coming up but the bastard didn't fucking tell me it was there so i shit myself and was like you can't fuck off How are your ticks with a game like that then? Oh, because it's a difficult game, um, non-existent. <laughs> but if it's a game where it's like the forest, for example, I love that game when I'm ticking. 
because oh the cannibals they come they're like trying to eat me i'm like oh my god it's a gangbang <laughs> it's like fuck's sake people come on but in Elden Ring at the moment, I've not really played it much, but I haven't ticked a lot. On a really bad tick day, I'll probably go on it and see what I'm like, just because I like it. <laughs> I think it's because you, you're concentrating so intently yeah, if on I, it. Yeah, if I concentrate so much on a game, I literally, you could slay, you could say the magic word, and no, I wouldn't even acknowledge you. <laughs> well, there is one thing I also wanted to mention to you. Yes. You kind of inspired me. <gasps> because I was thinking, when I saw your 3D sculptures, I was looking at them, and I couldn't get away from the fact that in my head I was going, this is a girl that's got fucking Tourette's. Yes, sir. And look at the fucking job she's done. So I started <laughs> looking into it, and then I downloaded Blender... Ooh. And I have started tinkering about in Blender. I did a a realistic donut. <gasps> and I got that spinning around in the animation. The animation was a bit janky, but... Oh, it's, animation's difficult. It will take you a long fucking time to get used to that. I still can't even get used to it, and I would, I've been doing it for fucking years. Yeah, so I'm still getting to grips with that, but I have now also took to sculpting myself Ooh. and I've done a skull it's going to be done for your dad <gasps> and Ooh. what I want to do Mystic if you're listening to this Fuck off. skip ahead yeah like, go away <laughs> skip ahead two minutes bugger off I'm I know mean, if you listen to it or not I mean it <laughs> you're still here aren't you you fucker skip ahead <laughs> Go, <laughs> now, what I want to do is I want to take that skull, raise it up off the plane a little bit, and yeah. I want to have a another skin over the top, which I can make thicker and have it gloopy. So it's Ooh. like liquid metal Ooh. that's going to be dripping down the front of the skull and making a pool on the floor. And that in that pool is going to be the 3D letters of Mystic. That sounds fucking awesome. That's what I'm after doing. But trying to code the gloopiness. And it's going to be a bitch. It is. I've, I've been doing it and, yeah, I keep coming up against brick walls and I keep researching more <laughs> into it. So, so it's taken a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah, that's the issue with 3D modeling. People are like, oh, it's going to take like you, like, what, a day? No, I fucking wish. It's, it's a not. lot more difficult than people... Yeah first think it is they think oh you just you add an object to another object and do it like that and but no you got to smooth it out you got to blend it you got to make sure the polygons are all the right place you know it's difficult yeah but it's so good it's so nice to see the end result and you go i made that i fucking made that yeah how proud i was of the skull itself and i'll send you an image as well i'll show you But how proud I was of that in itself was just amazing. It took me, I think, about two and a half hours to sculpt it yeah. out of a ball. And it's, It takes a while. Yeah, that was just me. This is the first project that I didn't follow any tutorials or anything. I've done it from scratch, on my own, learning the tools and doing it myself. 
But then it took me to a place that I didn't expect to go. And that was thinking, this is exactly what all the 3D modelers on computer games have to do. And CGI. Yeah. And it's animating massive. it is a, is a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. That's why they have a separate department for it. But then when I look at the skins on Apex or something like that. Yeah. And people are going, oh, this is shit. It's just a recolor. And I'm thinking, do you, you have any? Then. I'm thinking, do you have any idea how fucking long that skin must have ta- taken someone to build? So how about you shut the fuck up until you know what you're talking about? In it, it's like when you've got the experience behind you, then you can bitch or you can give like um, advice, not just to say, oh, that looks like shit, mate. Turn around and go, ah, that looks a bit off, mate. If you change this bit and this bit, that might look a little bit better. Constructive criticism is always the best thing in the fucking world. I hate all of my drawings. You know, I'm gonna hate my own stuff. Because it's just how I am. I'm a a perfectionist. If it ain't right the first time, I don't want to do it. But I still go through it. Like, recently, um, I've done a couple drawings. I don't know where they are. I even drew, like... In the building I'm in, there's a security guard. I actually sat there and I drew him. And I don't usually draw from life. It's really hard to, especially when they move a lot. Little bastard, get fucking moving. But after I did that, I looked and I went, actually, that's actually pretty fucking decent. I showed it to him and he goes, well, my beard's a little bit bit more messy than that. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. And I changed it. And then it was like, oh, yeah, constructive criticism. Fucking use it. It's good. You can always tell someone, look, it looks good so far, but if you change this, this and this, it might look even better. But you don't have to. Yeah, I've had it so, so, so many times where people gone, I really like that, but I don't like the colour. And yeah. I've gone, And then you okay. change it and you're like, oh. How about if I do that bit um, blue? And they go, yeah. And then I'll do it blue and they go, that's fucking awesome. Isn't it? It's so much... That's why I like to share my drawings most of the times, not all of them. Because if I shared all of them, I'd probably get told off. Um <laughs> But from one creative mind to another, I think I can relate to you on that because I've done multiple drawings and sketches, multiple, a lot over the years, but I can count on one hand the amount of them that I really like. Yeah, or that you're like so proud of that you're like, I'm going to put that on the wall. But even, yeah, I've got my Venom on the wall. Ooh. My mum's nicked all my drawings. My mum sees them and goes, oh, I want them. They're mine. Dad's got a couple of them as well. I think I gave him one that I did in college. Well, even that Venom, I get so many people coming into the house and seeing it and commenting on it and going, who did that? Where did you buy it from? I went, no one. I, I did it myself. And they've gone, what? And you can see the shock on their face. Like, oh my God, that's like, really good yeah and i'm looking at it thinking yeah it's one of my favorites if not my favorite but there's still like four or five mistakes on it you'll always find and they go what where i can't see any and i'll go right well there's one there where i did too i went too hard on that pencil stroke there there was a little smudge there that i had to cover up and there's and i start pointing out these mistakes and they're going but i can't see them and i went "Ah, no but i can I look at that picture and that's all I see is the mistakes. You will always view the mistakes more than you will the completed part because your brain, you've already completed that bit. Your brain's now going, 
I could make it better. I could fix that mistake. I could fix this mistake. Or I could change that color a little bit more. And that's because you've already done the part that is the best bit in your mind. Other people won't be able to see the failures because they see the end result. So they will be like, wow, that's fucking fantastic. And you can sit there and tell them what's wrong, but they still won't see it. Yeah. And that's what I love about art. That's kind of what I found as well. And when I look at different works of art, and I think that's amazing, they do the same back to me. And I think the confidence in people's art is only ever proven wrong when they look back at their younger art and then look Mm. back at their art now i think that's the only time people go yeah i've improved up until then it'll just be yeah it's all right and i think that's what it's down to this is why i've got so much respect for anybody who does art whether it's digital in game or physical paintings or drawings or anything like that yeah. I've got so much even an editing part of it because I yeah. edit my videos uh, at least one or two videos per week and to edit the video and get it looking the way that I like it is one thing but if I wanted to do everything that's in my head yeah, then it takes a whole lot longer so now I've oh, started yeah. looking at other people's videos and thinking there's no effort there they've they've simply put a clip on put an intro an outro which was pre-made for them anyway and yeah there's there's just there's no substance to it yeah it just feels dull and empty when people actually put effort into it and you can see it that's the best that there is it doesn't matter if it's you know as you said art editing anything if you can see the effort someone's put into it, you can appreciate the beauty. When someone has not put the effort into it and expect all of this love and attention, no. Fuck off. Go do one. Well, I'm going to use a perfect example. When you... If you look back at my oldest videos, yeah. you will see it yourself. And then you're looking at my newer videos, my recent ones, you will see a massive, massive change. However, when you look at somebody like Fuzzy Bond, who does Sea of Thieves tutorials, gameplays and guides and stuff. Yeah. When you look at his videos, it's night and day. Because his, even though you can tell just how much effort he's put into it, it looks effortless. And that is the point. In order to yeah. get your your gameplay looking effortless or having it running from beginning to end like a full story that takes skill that takes a lot of time and it's not something you can do over the space of an hour maybe two yeah i wish but no life is it's the same with like anything you want to do it's going to take time because that's the main way the world goes is time you've got to wait for certain things you've got to take this amount of time to complete something it doesn't happen like that i fucking wish we all wish yeah but no to quickly uh, <laughs> change the subject as the song just, hang on as, just me. as the song says 
it costs that much because it takes me fucking hours. Oh, yeah. I fucking love that one. <laughs> uh, Dad's just texted me. He said, please say hi to Pixie and Gamestone and all of the members of the TGF from Mrs. Mystic and myself. Aww. So. Love you, Mystic. <laughs> I don't. He hasn't given me any money recently, so fuck you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yes, I will be leaving his name in the description of this, yeah, of this podcast because he's been mentioned, and Johnsy's as well because she has also been mentioned. My wife. Because both of them, you should go and check out. Yeah, if you don't, I'll hunt you down, and you don't want that because I ain't, I ain't nice. They might, they might make me sound like I'm nice, but I ain't nice. (laughs) She'll hunt you down, and I'll hold the torch. Yeah. Yep, uh, and we'll be we'll be each other's alibi as well. So yeah, exactly. Fucked, basically, <laughs> right. So what we're going to go through now is the different types of <clears throat> video games, and what I want you to do is give me a perfect example on what you think is one of the best within that genre, and I'm right. going to do exactly the same. <laughs> Oh, you're making my brain work. No. I am. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> First oh, platformer. Oh, no. Now, for me, personally, I know everyone is going to want to say Mario. But for me, the best platformer is Sonic. <sighs> I love Sonic. But then again, you could also class games like Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, you can class them as platformers as well and they are well within their rights to be like hailed as being one of the greats but for me I'm going to go retro, I'm going to go old school I'm talking the first (laughs) three Sonic games ever released are just works of art yeah, I, I'm going to have to say Ratchet and Clank. That's the only one I really can say. I love that game. I saw it in CEX the other day and I was like, oh, buying it. It's mine. Which one? Playing it again. The first oh, one. God. Yeah, obviously. The first one. Yeah, I love it's the humour in it. The humour oh, in I, it. I just love it. <laughs> with Quark is just, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. I fucking love it. Right, next genre. Shooter. Now this, yeah, this could be (laughs) so many different games. Yeah, too many to name. That's my issue. Right now, current day, I would have to say Apex Legends. But going back into like the birth of the shooter, I would have to say Doom. I love Doom. I don't. I don't know what one I'd choose because at the moment, I just like I like all of the shooter games. There's well, there, too many to name. <laughs> yeah, there are the first-person shooters. There's third-person shooters. Yeah. There is top-down shooters. Oh, there's too many to name. Can I just say all of them? <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Well, just all of them. Literally, I don't. I like. I like all kind of shooter games. Doesn't matter if it's first-person, third-person. I just, I like shooting people without right. having to not go to jail. <laughs> Next is fighting games. Oh no. Now for me, I don't, I've got a soft spot for Batman. 
the yes. Arkham series. Ew. I really, really like the Batman fighting, and I think that it's just the way that it's done is perfect. And you could say the same about Spider Man, the most recent Spider Man, mm-hmm. because of the way that it's all set out and the battle system is really, really good. And that's just mm. something that I really, really like. I don't know. Stop making my brain work. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Because, I mean, I guess... I Can I say Mortal Kombat? Yeah. yeah Mo- I guess that one. That co- sort of coincides with the next genre as well, which is like a sub-genre, I think you could say, which is a beat-em-up. Ah, yeah. One on one on one beat em ups. For yeah, me, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's probably Mortal Kombat as well. I just I love beating my sister at that game. JK, she beats the shit out of me on that game. I wish I could beat her, but nah. She dominates that game. I'm like, fuck's sake! I'm mashing buttons and they're not working. <laughs> yeah, I I've always loved Mortal Kombat, but I think the only one that comes close to it for me would be Soul Calibur. That's basically a beat em up where the emphasis is on the weapons that each character uses. Ah, cool. <clears throat> so you got uh, Keelik. He uses a staff. Ooh. You've got. Oh, I can't remember his name, but he uses nunchucks. Then you've oh, got yeah, Mitsurugi. <laughs> he uses a samurai sword. You've even got uh, Cervantes, who's a pirate that uses, I think it's it's like a big broadsword and a cutlass. Mm. You like pirates, don't you? <laughs> I do. I do like pirates. I think pirates are cool. I want to yeah. be a pirate. Do you say fuck it, buy a ship, there's going to be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> get get the TGF as a pirate crew. I think it would be a bit fucked, wouldn't we? <laughs> I, I'm just Johnson waiting. constantly fighting. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day that uh, Rare decides to add proper names to ships and captaincies oh, in Sea of Thieves. Awesome. So I you really can need name to your sea ship. Of Thieves, don't I? Yeah, it's an awesome game. It really is. I might, I might have a look into it. Well, if you get it, you know that I'll run through it with you. Awesome, because I'm going to need the fucking help. <laughs> <laughs> right, next is. I don't know if you are into them, but stealth games. Uh, I've mainly just watched my dad play them. I haven't that, really played them myself. You've got the typical ones like uh, Hitman, for example. Oh, or, I've played Hitman. I played that ages ago. Or Siphon Filter. Not heard of that one. Yeah, that's more of an older one. But yeah, I I'm do like stealth games. <laughs> There's uh, Sniper Elite as well. That's a stealth game. But I think, personally, it would be Metal Gear Solid. I love Metal Gear Solid because of, well, the storytelling, the way that you can go stealthy. But at other times, there are points within the game where you just have to go in all guns blazing, and it's a nice sort of balance between the two. And got some truly memorable boss fights as well with Volvaross a lot for example fast as fuck can use to take shots at you with a six shooter he just yeah he's really really good game so what would you say probably Hitman 
Probably or whatever my dad plays, because honestly, I just, I'm not one for stealth. I suck. I can't help it. <laughs> I just, I like to go in loud. <laughs> so you're one of those people who goes, try and take them as quietly as you can. Move up together. And you go, fuck that. Nope. Yeah, we have a fucking massive machine gun. Just like, yep, nah, they're done. Did it. <laughs> if you wanted me to go stealthy, you shouldn't have given me an LMG. Exactly. <laughs> right. A, another subgenre is survival. Oh, oh, my favourite. <laughs> yes, our good friend Diddleach also adores survival. He's been playing a lot of Rust recently. Ugh, I don't like Rust. I'll say that one. Everyone hate me. I don't care. But, I play um. I yeah. play loads of them. I've got like Ark Survival, The Forest, uh, Miss Survival. That's a good one. That's all like zombie ones as well. I've realised. Um, what else? Have, oh, I have to fucking minimise my thing now. Don't I see what games I play? <laughs> well, I've got Stranded Deep. I've got all of those kind of games. Oh, The Long Dark is a good one too. Yeah, Stranded Deep. I've played that. Oh, I play that one a lot. Yeah, just. Not enough for me. Not enough yeah. happens. But there is a survival game coming up very, very soon. Well, it's been pegged as a early June release called The Day Before. Ooh. And Google this. yes, Google it, take a look, because it looks fucking amazing. The general idea is PvPVE. So, you're on an open world with other teams that are doing exactly the same as you. Uh, you've got to try and survive as long as you can, along with trying to avoid the zombie hordes. And it looks amazing. It reminds me of um, Scum, if you've played that before. No, I've seen it, but I've not played it. Oh, it's a good game. I love that game. I love playing Scum. It also reminds me of like Daisy, Armour 3. They're saying that the release date, the planned release date is March the 1st, 2023. Yes, it's now saying that looks like it might have been getting put back because they were in Russia. Ah. Just before all this war kicked off, they were in Russia, and then they yeah. moved uh, headquarters to Singapore. Not mm. for any particular reason, so they say, but I think it's because they could foresee what was coming. Yep. So they went, no, let's get us out. Let's get the fuck out of here. So obviously that's going to take a while for them to set up shop properly because... That's so going in my wish list. <laughs> yeah, it looks, looks amazing. Oh, I'm excited now. But because it's survival, I cannot go without mentioning my favourite, Dead Space, Resident Evil, and the like. They are survival horror, but they are still survival. And yeah. I absolutely adore them games. They are the mm. best games in the world, Ooh, survival Dead horror. Dead Space is good. Number one, two, and three, they're fucking good too. Oh, yes. Three. <laughs> I've been playing them recently, actually. Three is... Mm. It was good, but Not it wasn't. It, yeah, it just wasn't great. Yeah, I actually whipped out the fucking Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty for them. <laughs> yeah, I've got them <laughs> on my a, PC. I absolutely adore them, them games. Best games on the planet, in my opinion. Yeah, 
They're good. Next is, well, the next one is a series of games that have been going since the 90s. Rhythm games. Oh, God, no. Now, I think that all started (laughs) with, well, I think Parappa the Rapper was released back in 1997. Do I look old to you? Parappa the Rapper was just a weird fucking game, but it was really fun to play. Ah, But then came things like Dance Dance Revolution and Guitar Hero. don't fucking get me with Dance Dance Revolution. My sister, every time we go in an arcade, she's like, come on. She's going to beat me on this fucking dancing game. I'm like, I've got bad knees. I can't do it. It's not an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Now, for me personally, it's got to be said that I absolutely adore Beat Saber. It is. I love it too. It is my best BR game, and I. That is just how a rhythm game was always meant to be played, in my Wait personal opinion. Wait till you get opinion. it on the PC. It's mad on the PC. I know. I want it so badly. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I got it on the PS4 as well, and I, I, I hate, I hate it because I love it. It's a good game, but the problem is, my sister plays with me, and does she win all the time? Yeah. Is she like five years younger than me? Yes. Does it annoy the fuck out of me? Yes. <laughs> she always wins and it annoys the shit out of me. But Beat Saber's a good fucking game. Yes, and I've just been gifted the new pack. <gasps> Again, that's I'll now... i my own shit. <laughs> that's five gifts in a row from the developers to me. Nice. I, I am so, like, honoured and privileged to get them. Should be. Lucky you. I might start streaming at some now. And I've just, I absolutely love them as developers. So, yeah. Yeah. There is literally nothing I could say about Beat Saber. Nothing negative at all. Mm. The only, I think the only kind of negative thing I could say is I wish that Beat Saber on the PSVR had mod support so you could download whatever games you, uh, yeah. whatever songs you wanted. But that's nothing to do with uh, Beat the Studios. That's everything mm. to do with Sony. Yeah. So that's the only negative thing when it comes to me playing on PSVR. That's it. Yeah. Honestly, I can't think of anything negative. I yeah. like it. They're amazing. I like playing it. The developers are amazing. The implementation of the songs are amazing. The fact that you've got all kinds of music is amazing. Yeah. Oh, I take that back. Bastards keep fucking putting those walls where you have to duck. Like, you have to... (laughs) I have bad knees, motherfuckers. I can't do that. (laughs) So so do I, but, yeah. I just squat. Yeah, I start squatting like I'm Beyonce in a fucking music video. I can't do that because my knee will pop out and then I'm stuck and I'm like, shit, I've got to finish the level and I'm fucking trying to throw my hands up to put the fucking... Oh, my God. Yeah, I keep doing the dangerous thing of, like, leaning forward without bending my legs as well. Oh, oh, I haven't tried that one yet. I should probably try that one. <laughs> yeah, lean forward and look up. It, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> yeah, like you've got a bad back. Or should I say you'll have a bad back after you do it like that. But, yeah. <laughs> Right, next is action-adventure games. So these oh. are the typical ones. The perfect example would be Legend of Zelda. Never so, played it. Shoot me now. 
Well, the literally adventure games like that were yeah. fantasy kind of games. Horizon but on a... Zero Dawn, I guess could yes, be one. Yes, that is. Yeah, I've been playing that recently. I only just got it. Cause it was well, the original. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great game. I just... I got bored halfway through it, and I don't know why. I think it's because I was too busy playing other games. Yeah. Although yeah. I only just got it because it was on sale. I wasn't going to pay that much money for it. It's so a, I've been getting into it. I've got the gaming equivalent of ADHD. <laughs> That's what it is. I start one game, I think, this is fucking amazing, and then another game will come out, and I'll go, I'll try, just try that, and I'll start that game, and that's fucking amazing, and then another game will come... And so the cycle continues. Oh, yeah. So now I've got shit loads of (laughs) games that I just half completed. Yeah. It takes me a while to get through any game. Mm. But if I really enjoy it, I will go back to it. I just haven't got back to them. It depends on how I feel. If I really want to play a game, I go on YouTube and I watch like five minutes of someone's gameplay and I'm like, right, I want to play it now. Because they did it wrong. I want to do it the right way. (laughs) Yeah, precisely. Now, for me, personally, um, when it comes to action-adventure, I don't... It basically means a free-flow combat in an adventure. And, yeah, yeah, I think Legend of Zelda is probably one of the best. And I cannot really think of any others that spring to mind... Yeah. Other than games like Ghost of Tsushima, but I haven't played that, so I can't really comment on mm. games like that. Yeah. But I absolutely love it. Right. Left. Next is games like text adventures, as they're called. So what they are is interactive films or stuff like that. Or the graphic adventures is under the same bracket. Now, the graphic adventures is more like Until Dawn. Oh, I like Until Dawn, yeah, that was good. So it's like a film that you're in, but you're making the decisions that inevitably, yeah, it affects the rest of the game. Yeah. Until Dawn, for me, would be my my pick, because I love that. Yeah, I'll say the same, I think. They are just, in my personal opinion, really, really good. Yeah. Then you've got RPGs. Don't really like RPGs, to be fair. When it comes to uh, RPGs for me, I would have to say Dragon Quest all day, every day. Dragon Quest, as close second would be Final Fantasy. But that's technically a JRPG. Yeah, I don't really know. Meh. Yeah, you're making my brain work again. My brain's having a fucking moment of... (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know, to be honest. Well, GTA is technically an RPG as well. I don't don't like GTA. I hate it. I hate the people on it. I hate the gameplay. I fucking hate it. (laughs) It's horrible. Well, it's anything where you basically play a role. A fantasy role. I'm not good at doing that. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Honestly, my brain's just having a moment of, I don't want to think of anything now. I'll go to sleep. And I'm like, fuck off, brain. Stop. 
Well, then we can move on to the next one. The next one is an MMO. So, a massive multiplayer online role-playing game. Uh, Daisy. Yeah, that's a good shout, to be fair. I like Daisy. Daisy's a good game. You like the co-op aspects of it. Yeah. I rarely play it, only because, obviously, I'm a female. And men, some men, not all men, some men, suck. Yeah, and not in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> I I see it all the time. It's horrible. It's like, oh, go to the kitchen and make me a sandwich. Bitch, I'll find your mother and I'll fuck her. So shut your mouth. Yeah. Bitch. I fuck <laughs> People listening to this, if you are one of those men that just likes to be sexist, stop. You're making yourself yeah, look like a boy, not a man. I will find your mum. I'll shag your mum, marry your mum and become your stepmother. So shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> bitch. I fucking will. I hate it. Stop telling me to go to the kitchen. I'll make myself a sandwich and eat it in front of you, bitch. If you can right. tell, that gets me a bit fucking angry. <laughs> oh, no, there's certain things that trigger me, but that tends to be oh. exploiters and hackers that just... Oh, the... just fuck off and go have your own game. I yeah. don't fucking need that shit. Yeah, go somewhere else. No one wants you here. Exactly. Next is a sandbox RPG. So, sandbox open world role playing games that allow players to roam freely in any kind of environment in search of an adventure. For me, it would be all day, every day, Sea of Thieves. I don't really play games like that at the moment. I really don't. I just don't really like. I, ha- I need to have something to do. I don't like being able to roam around. <laughs> I guess, would Ark Survival be one? Yeah, because that's an open world, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's open world. You can have people on it if you want. You can have tribes. Yeah, I guess I'd... I'll just have to say Ark Survival, to be fair, because I play that game so much. Literally, I've got like, over 200 hours playing that game. <laughs> right, the next one is a quite a broad bracket. It's simulation games. So whether that's construction, management, life simulation like Sims or whether Uh, it's vehicle simulation like me and your dad like, which would be like GT or a set or car, so that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Planet Zoo. I guess, can I say that one? Yeah, because I build a zoo and all that shit. I love Planet Zoo. I've been playing that so much recently. Rocks. All it fucking is is rocks at the moment. I'm sick of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because it, it gives you that like element of being able to make your own shit and be, like like 3D modeling. Yeah. My brain's having a moment again where it doesn't want to know what to say, but it wants to say something. Oh, that's another thing with the fucking mental health shit is my brain just goes nope, bye. I'm like I no. need you. <laughs> Come <No>. back. <laughs> Work it out yourself. Yeah, it's like no, thank you. You're supposed to help me, bitch. Yeah, well, fuck off, I'm going, I'm getting the coffee. I'll be back shortly. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be an energy drink for me because I don't drink coffee. Well, for me, yeah, it would probably be GT. I Mm. really, really like racing and I like the simulation type racing. Yeah. But it's not one I can spend all day, every day in. I think I'd spend a lot longer in it if I had the steering wheel to go with it and all that. Yeah. Like, Dad's got... Yeah. He's got the force feedback steering wheel as well. 
Oh, that looks like fun. I want to. I want to go on it. Yeah, that is what I typically like, but I haven't got a desk. I've got a like the bottom half of a wall unit. That's what I keep all my oh. stuff on. <laughs> so that enough. that's why I haven't got t- uh, I haven't got enough space for keyboard and mouse, and I use a controller most of the time. Fair right, enough. next, I think you're gonna like these. Uh, it's another broad strat uh, broad kind of subject, but strategy games. Oh, Too many. <laughs> oh. No. I think for me, like, there's a real-time strategy one called Command and Conquer. There's Age of Empires. There is Dawn of War, Warhammer. And mm. all of them I really, really enjoy. The only problem with them for me now is because I've got a family, because I've got responsibilities... It's not yeah. the kind of game you can pick up for half an hour and then put down. Yeah. Once you pick it up, one match can last up of two hours. So yeah. it takes a long time. And most of that is building your base or making sure you've got enough defenses and then going out yeah. on the hunt. And it it can get very, very intense. And it's yeah. not one of those games where people can just come in and go... Can you just pause it for a second? Because if you pause it, go and do something, come back, then you forget that you've got one of your platoons, as you might call them, over in one corner of the map fighting a battle. <laughs> and you start concentrating, and then your your unit has died. And, oh, fuck, oh, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> and uh, it just puts you off your rhythm, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess... I- I've been playing Smite recently. Smite's one, isn't it? It is a good game. Yeah, my sister plays with me as well. And we, we play it. I play as the god set because he's my favourite. I love him. God of death. But I play that one mainly. As you can tell, my brain started to like revert itself to fuck-offness. <laughs> it does that sometimes, I'm sorry. Well, I wanted to give an honourable mention to Plants vs. Zombies as well. The original game. That's a tower defence game. I have never played that game before. I really should. It's fun. It's really, really fun. <laughs> Depending on where you go, you can get it for free. For example, it's on game, uh, Xbox right now on Game Pass, I think. It's either on Xbox mm. or the EA one. Mm. So, I yeah. I would definitely say give it a go because it's just fun and it's really good when it comes to turn-based strategy i think xcom needs an honorable mention as well yeah because xcom xcom is just a really good game Mm. next (laughs) well last couple now well last couple of sections sports games now this could be anything from team sports like football baseball racing or anything like that. For me, again, it's going to be games like Forza or Grid yeah. and things like that because that's just what I like. The only one I can say is Rocket League and that's only because I play it with my sister and her friends. <laughs> yeah, well, that's competitive, so yeah. Yeah, I hate it. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Next is puzzle games. I love puzzle games. So this could be anything from just Dr. Mario, <laughs> Super Puzzle Fighter, them kind of puzzle games. Mm. Tetris. I like all puzzle games. Or it could be 
proper game, like fully fleshed out games that just have lots of puzzles in them that you need to solve like in order to progress. Kind of games. Yeah, even God of War, you could say, is kind of a puzzle game. Mm, kind of, yeah. Because there's a lot of instances where you've got to turn that that way and then you've got to point oh, that yeah. into that direction to open that door there and then yeah, yeah. Ooh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> but i talk too much my brain goes yeah sleep time i'm like it's not though this is my second energy drink of the day i can't be tired <laughs> and here you go the last one is the one that pixie really likes and i fucking despise they're called idle games. Ooh. It's just... Yeah, it's the ones where... You get them on mobile quite a lot. Where you just right. you just do yeah. this. You just yeah. tap the screen to earn we, we, credits we and shit. We about that. <laughs> I've got too many on my phone. I'm thinking, what is the point? I enjoy it. I don't understand it. I, I genuinely... I don't get the fascination behind it but you could also like say him. you could also say things like code hunt or mm. even things like premier manager and stuff like that yeah. they are classed as idle games i can get that to a point but it's just not for me you're just clicking that's that's it <laughs> it's just click like click click and that's it yeah, I, I like to have those on in the background, like uh, Red Shadow Legends, I've got that. Uh, Mercury Fallen, that's a good one. That's where you're basically in space and you just let them do what you need them to do. I like games like that because I can have it on in the background and watch a YouTube video at the same time. Distracting, isn't it? That's basically the main reason I play them. Yeah, I get where you're coming from on that. Now, this is a perfect opportunity for me to let all you lovely fuckers out there know that if you think we've missed anyone, or you think that you have a better answer than we have previously given, get in contact with us. Yeah, exactly. But get in contact with us. Let us know. I would really appreciate it. Appreciate hearing your thoughts and opinions. We won't laugh at you, I promise. Well, I might. Everyone else won't. I will laugh at you. So, <laughs> There's two ways you can do it. There is either leaving a audio note following the link in the description or you can simply get in contact using the email wertgf at gmail.com. That's wertgf, all one word, at gmail.com. It's as simple as that. Now, before we move on to the news, I wanted to give out a big shout out to our friend Taylor for sending in a question for us to be asked on this podcast. If it's difficult, I'm going to kill you. It's not. With love and affection. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a difficult question. It might be, might take a little bit of thinking, but not uh -oh. much. Oh, I don't like thinking. He says, <laughs> how would you determine what makes a good or a bad game? The gameplay. How the story goes, all of the items in it. There's loads of different things that make it good or game. If it's like a, a multiplayer game, it's the people in it. And if yeah. you like ban people for certain things, if it's a single player game, it's got to be how the game's running, how it's, the storyline is going, how the objects in the game are, or just in general how shit the game is. <laughs> well, 
I personally believe it's by how fun it is. Yeah. Whether that is a first-person shooter or a strategy game or an idle game, it doesn't really matter. If it keeps your brain from wandering off to something else, I think that's a sign of a good game. Yeah, if you can concentrate and actually enjoy it as well, that makes it good. Also, in my opinion, a sign of a good game is the ones where you start going into the kitchen, you're cooking your dinner, you're sitting down and you're eating your dinner, but your mind keeps wandering back to the game. Yeah. And you keep thinking, if I did it that way, I wonder if I could, I wonder if I could do this. And I wonder, or, or if you're thinking about the story and you're thinking, so why did he do that? Oh, I need to know. I need to know why he did that. Oh, it's like the little hints in the like the uh, dialogue. Where it's like, well, they meant to say it that way, or is that a hint for later on? Yeah, you need to remember that. I like thinking like that. And that it scares me sometimes. <laughs> that for me is the sign of a good game. The sign of a bad game is playing it for about an hour and then just going, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. I think that constitutes a bad game. Whether some other people love it or not, a bad game is something that is just not made correctly, rushed, not full of bugs. For example, Cyberpunk. Not necessarily a bad game, but it had a bad launch. Yeah. So, whereas E.T., (laughs) <laughs> the original E.T. It's known as being the worst game on the planet for a reason. But now it's so bad that it's good. It was commercially the worst selling game ever created. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, if you have a copy of it now, you'd be very, very well off because they are worth a shit ton of money. There's not many of them anymore. I think it was on the Atari way, way back. Mm-hmm. So it was cartridge and... Again, I'm not a fossil. <laughs> yeah, if you can find one though, then pick it up. I'll because, send it your way. Yeah, it's worth a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, a lot of money. The Big News Section. Right. Left. The first story is going to be about Apex. It's just what's changing in Apex. Currently, there is a pretty lackluster ranked mode, and that is now going to be getting changed. Now, in the ranked, the kill RP cap has been removed. The base value for each kill is worth increasingly less, down to a minimum. And then you can get kills for your team and everybody levels up. And if you have three bad matches at the bottom of any tier, you will get demoted halfway down the top division of the last tier. So now you get demotion. That sounds like hell. 
I think the way that it's set out, they're trying to reward people for uh, teamwork and kills and the placement rather than just yeah. kills. Because at the moment, like right now before it all goes live, there are a lot of people out there who will not even fire a shot until you put in a shot into somebody they'll start to run away low on health and then your teammate will literally wait for that moment to kill them and get the kill credit. Oh, that, that's fair enough then. I get that. So the, the the amount of times where I've had like one and a half, two thousand damage and two kills and my teammate has had like 400 damage and about eight or nine kills. The amount that happens is unbelievable. Also, yeah, another big so thing, yeah, the R301 is getting put into the replicators for everybody who loves that weapon. Yeah, get in as much practice with it as you possibly can because the only way you're going to get it in future, well, within season 13, is by buying it from the replicator. However, the Mastiff is also getting put back in as a care package weapon. And what comes out, is anyone's guess at the moment but everyone is thinking that the spitfire or the uh, vault is going to come back out which yeah i'm i'm kind of happy about that i hope so yeah but there you go there's what's going to change and there's also map changes coming to storm point as well which look kind of interesting with new weapon bolts so yeah, a lot of new content Ooh. is coming. Be prepared. It goes live on Tuesday. So if you're interested, jump into Apex. I'm going to leave the link to all the information you need in the description for this and every other news story as well. Right. Next. Activision is being sued by New York City over the Microsoft deal. <gasps> Ooh, <laughs> yeah, as you might have might have already known, Microsoft bought Activision, and yeah, it was a big news thing. Well, now New York City are trying to sue them. These, this article reads: Activision Blizzard has yet another lawsuit to throw on top of the pile. This time, it's aimed squarely at the company's CEO Bobby Kotick. The complaint filed by New York City Employees Retirement System accuses Kotick of rushing through the sale of Activision Blizzard to Microsoft in order to escape the legal liability over the many, many allegations of sexual misconduct at the publisher last year. New York is now asking for several documents regarding the sale, in including the list of five potential suitors that were in the running to acquire Activision besides Microsoft. So what do you think? Oh, big words. <laughs> I don't really give a shit. Oh, I know that sounds horrible, but whoever well, wins, wins. That's you, all I can really say, because I don't really understand half of it. Well, you know, last year, Activision Blizzard uh, had that strike and everything, and they were taken to court because they... They were? <laughs> Again, yeah. don't listen to news. <laughs> they were taken to court because of misogynistic people at the top of the company 
basically right. treating the women like shit. And right. where do they live? In America. Just just out of curiosity. Right, okay. You want to come with me to America? <laughs> I'll pay for your ticket. I hate them for it. I really do. And they said, oh, none of it substantiated. It was all fake. It was just people trying to get, like, notoriety so they could move. And then loads of stories came out. Uh, I think it was around 67 women claimed these kind of instances within the oh. company. And then there was a massive work walkout because even all the male staff were saying, no, I've seen it myself firsthand. And it was all by the like lead execs and the CEO and all that lot. So now it looks like he's rushed this deal through so he can try and get out of the legal liability yeah. for that case. Huh. So, Out yeah. curiosity, where does he live? Just going to go um, give him a few choice words. Yeah. I can't say anything else. Uh, for legal reasons, that's a joke, people. Fuck off. I ain't going <laughs> to do shit. He's Look a fucking asshole. Yeah, fuck you, asshole bitch. <laughs> how dare you treat people like that? And I don't give a fuck yep. what sex they are. How dare you treat people like that and then try and rush no a one. sale of the company through just so you could try and skirt your responsibility for it? Fuck you. Reap what you sow, motherfucker. I hope they send you down for fraud. I really yep. do. I hope they send you to jail so you can get butt fucked, bitch. For legal reasons, it's a joke. Go away. <laughs> I feel like I have to say it every time I say a joke now. I'm like, for legal reasons, it's a joke. I will not act upon what one does say. <laughs> Maybe. Now it's the release window. I am not going to give too many details, but Trek to Yomi has just gone live on the Game Pass. Citizen Sleeper along with it. Both are two games that a lot of people have been looking forward to. We've got Aiden or Ayuden Chronicle rising which is a side-scrolling rpg we have salt and sacrifice evil dead the game which is an asymmetric survival game again uh, we've got soldiers emphasis on soul and vampire the masquerade the swan song is releasing now for anyone who doesn't know, Vampire, Vampire the Masquerade is a battle royale game where you get to play as a vampire. You replenish your health with jars of blood or by taking hold of people that are dotted about the map and feeding on them, that kind of thing. I like the sound of this already. It's a really good game. I strongly suggest people giving it a go if you haven't given it a go already. And it is now out on console, so there's no excuse not to. Uh, We've got Dolman, that's getting released on the 20th of May. We've got Sniper Elite 5, getting released on the 26th. Oh, Jesus. K the Kangaroo, or Ko the Kangaroo, I don't know how you pronounce it, but K the Kangaroo, Uh 27th of May, that looks more like a platformer for kids. We've got Pac-Man Museum. That's getting released on the 27th. So that is your upcoming games for this month. There's a few there that I actually wouldn't mind giving a try. I think Vampire Masquerade I'm going to re-download because 
I've had it before, but they didn't have good mapping for the controller. Mm. But now that they've released on console, I think, yeah, the mapping must be a lot better now. So I'm going to go yeah. back and give it another go and see what it's I'm like. I'm going to have a go as well. Okay, as well. Now, here's one thing that most people probably won't know, but I think it's amazing. It Takes Two, the game. <gasps> I love that game. It's about a mother and a father looking for their daughter. Is it daughter or son? A uh, daughter. And it has won many, many awards for the gameplay, the nuances, and what is ev- what everyone is saying is that it's basically like an interactive Pixar movie. Yeah, it is. It's so cool. I love the game. It's so cute. Well, now I've got good news for any fan of that game because It Takes Two, the hit co-op action game from EA and Hazelight Studios, is now being turned into a movie. <gasps> That's according to a new report from Variety, which states that several production studios are now involved in the project. I'm excited. Including... Seven Books Productions, co-founded by Dwayne The Rock Johnson and da- Danny Garcia, is on board, as it's an Amazon Studios and DJ2 Entertainment, the latter of which is also involved with Sonic the Hedgehog films. And speaking of Sonic, the writers of the Sega movies will be lending their talents to this project too. Oh, I'm excited. I hope this comes out soon. Joseph Fares, director of the game, is signed has been signed on to the executive producer of the adaptation, as has The Rock himself. He may also star in the film, although that is not official at this point. We will probably see the end result. We probably won't see the end result for a long while, but it could take... It could make for an entertaining big screen flick. The game sees divorced parents Cody and May forced to work together through various fantastical settings and we can already picture how some scenes will translate. We would argue, however, that the game's strengths are its co-op first design and ever-evolving gameplay, not its story or characters. Mm. It's also worth noting that the overly passionate fairs was a filmmaker before he turned his attention into games, so he'll presumably take on some of that know-how to the project too. So, yeah, there's a reason it's won so many awards. It's just a well-thought-out, well-executed game. I cried at the ending. (laughs) Well, that means it must have a good story back in it. It has a good story. It's well, also na- relatable for some people as well. Well, yeah, I can see how that would be. Divorced parents coming together in order for their kid <laughs> to be a much better person. Yeah, mum, dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. They, they'll understand that joke later, don't worry. <laughs> right, and that's basically Left. it. So, now, we obviously have missed out one little bit which we can do to end the podcast. Mm-hmm. That one little bit is, of course, the comedy question. 
Okay. Now, with it being a comedy question, it's just to have a little bit of fun. And then we're going to go on to the last section before ending and the shout out so along the way of course mm-hmm. the comedy question what would you be able to say while gaming that you could not say to a teacher oh no I mean are we going to count ticks or no <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can count as many ticks as you want Oh, Jesus. It can be a real-life situation that you've had in the past, or it could be (laughs) just a random one that you've thought of. The only thing I can think of is just screaming, fuck off. You know, you can't say that to fucking anyone, but in a game, you can (laughs) say it whenever. (laughs) Well, for me, I'm going to tell you a story of of when I was in college, and yeah... You could, when I tell this story or when I've told it in the past, people physically recoil because they can understand just how I felt in that situation. Yeah. To everyone else, it was hilarious. To me at the time, it was fucking devastating. But I was behind a computer because I was doing my A plus technicians course, as it was called. Mm. And I was doing my work. I got slightly stuck on something and I stood up so imagine my little head popping up and I couldn't see the teacher so all anyone else heard from me was for fuck's sake and I sat back down thought (laughs) I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and work it out a few minutes later couldn't work it out and I'm looking at the door thinking, waiting for the teacher to come back in. And he, and he didn't. And I stood mm-hmm. up. Uh, where is he? And then sat back down again. <laughs> Everyone by this point has looked over at me. They've, they've noticed what I'm doing. And then I started losing my rag because I kept getting it wrong. So about oh. five or ten minutes later, I just stood up Fucking typical. What a fucking joke of a teacher. Every time we need him, he's outside of the fucking classroom. When we don't need him, he's always there lurching over us. And then, much to my horror, I saw everybody's head turn towards the door and my my teacher sort of stood up from behind one of the computers where he was helping one of my fellow pupils. Oh, no. <laughs> I, and he just looked at me. Do I need to say it? No, I'm going. <laughs> just walked out <laughs> the door. Oh, Jesus. But, the, oh, my stomach fell when I saw oh, his head God. rising up. It was like he was being revealed on a fucking game show or something. <laughs> and I just saw his head rise up. Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you did a fucky wucky. <laughs> yeah, but there, that was me criticising him. That's something you cannot say in school or in your <laughs> college or to a teacher. But you could quite happily say that in a game. Yup. <laughs> uh, where the fuck is he? He's supposed to be here. Why ain't he fucking defending? <laughs> 
It says it's right fucking now. Why the fuck is it not there? Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> now oh. we are going to move on <clears throat> to, of course, the big shout out section. The reason is simple. We are going to give the people we've mentioned a shout out. So first and foremost, that's going to be our man, Thiddleach. I mentioned him. It's going to be Johnsy. Because we have mentioned Johnsy. It's going to be our guy, Mystic. Because he's fucking awesome. I can't get rid of him, so I have no choice. And, and Mrs. Mystic, don't forget her. She'll beat my ass if I don't fucking say her. <laughs> Mrs. Mystic as well. And, of course, Taylor, because he sent in the question. Thank you very much Fuck for that, yeah. Taylor. Right, so who else would you like to give a shout-out to? Everyone in the TGR. Because I love you all. You're all my second family, and I can't not mention everyone. You guys are great. You guys have kept me sane and alive. Thank you. It Genuinely, it means a lot to me, and I think it'll mean a lot to everybody else that you say that. Of course, because everyone is fucking amazing. You're all so kind and sweet, and you guys help me realise, you know, that not everyone in this world is a dickhead. Most of them, but not all of them. <laughs> no, I've been told, ironically, I've been told about five times now, in the last two weeks alone, that I am very empathetic. Mm. And I always go, take the M off, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just my dark sense of humour. But Yeah, it is. God, I love dark sense of humour. It's the best. <laughs> but yeah, I really, really appreciate people saying that. Thank you. If I could pick <laughs> any personality traits to have. I think that would probably be one of them. If I could choose. We can't choose. We're sort of like, <laughs> we born with it. We live with it. But yeah. And one little question I wanted to ask you. Yes? Why do you find it so hard to take compliments? Because uh, I'm a motherfucker and I just can't take compliments. <laughs> that's not a reason. That's <laughs> it a, is. That, it's my reason. That's a statement. Yeah, it's my reason. I'm just, I just don't like compliments because I never know what to say to them. Like, thank you, I guess. Well, guess what? <laughs> I think no. you're amazing. Shut up. And I am not <laughs> expecting you to say anything in return. I'm just letting you know. And I also know <sighs> that your previous episode on this podcast was one of the most successful. <laughs> There's a re- There is a reason for that. Now, you might get a lot of people saying shit about you because they don't fucking know you and they don't take the time to understand. But everybody who knows you and who's spoken to you thinks you're awesome. (laughs) I'm going to cry. Stop. (laughs) You're not going to cry. No, I'm going to cry. I'm really emotional recently. (sighs) And that's just a fact. And it's all about... Surrounding yourself with people, well, positive people, rather than the fucking naysayers and the wankers yeah. of the world. Now, wow, be- a bitch. Before <laughs> I continue, I'm even going to check as well. 
I'm going to check just how many uh, listens we've got on your episode. <laughs> just because I am very, very curious. <laughs> uh, I've got to go to the next page. <laughs> 68 listens. Oh, damn it. One number away from the best one. <laughs> <laughs> 68 listens so that, and I can tell you right now everybody who started listening to the episode has finished listening to the episode so there's not been anyone that have started listening to your episode and finished halfway through thinking nah I'm bored now the analytics have proven that there has been 136 hours listened on that which means everyone has listened for the two hours and 37 seconds that it lasts. Oh, don't cry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, Why? if you Why? if you weren't amazing, <laughs> that would not have happened. Honestly, just thank you. It's all because of you. you you're the reason I'm here. Everyone listening, you, you know, it's... Oh. I don't want to cry. Stop! <laughs> it's a fact. So now you can't dispute it because it's a fact. All right. All right, fine. I'll take this one compliment. Yes! <laughs> I win! I hear people. I, I win! Never said it again. <laughs> I won, I won. Would you like to hear some more good news? Go on. I am no longer homeless. I've been offered a place. That is fantastic. I know. I'm so happy. And I'm going to be streaming a lot more as well. I've got my own place. Well, somewhere I can call my own. And I don't have to deal with people anymore. Right, I, well, I'm not there in person, but I don't know if you'll be able to hear this. There you go. Virtual. <laughs> That's a virtual hug. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Honestly, I'm, It's it's been a roller coaster, but... Everyone in the TGF has just helped me so much. And hopefully now it's all um, all uphill. Well, life's an uphill battle, but once you get to the summit, you get yeah. to look down at everyone be- below you. And flip them the fuck off, because fuck everyone. <laughs> yeah. You get to look in front of you at the beautiful view and then look behind you and go, you didn't succeed in keeping me down there with you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm actually like so close to crying right now. <laughs> well, I think that would be a perfect time to end it. <laughs> the one last shout out I want to give is to my lovely lady, Pixie. She is my one, my only, and my everything. And She'll be mine one day. You She's can wish. I fucking will wish. I'll wish all the time. And I love her to pieces. So, yes, hopefully she will get back on to the podcast at some point. I just don't know when. Uh, Maybe soon. Yes, she's been dealing with a few things herself, but with work. We're sending her love. Yeah, one of her favourite residents passed away. And that, that hit her pretty hard. So Well, I'm sending my love. I'm sending cuddles. 
I will pass it on to you uh, to her for you. Thank you. Now, until next time, my friends, the only thing left to say is a fond farewell to all you lovely fuckers out there that are listening to this. <laughs> we will be back again with a brand new episode in a couple of weeks. So watch out for that. If you want to get in contact, email wearetgf at gmail.com or alternatively, you can literally click the link that's in the description down below and you can record your very own audio. Then I will play it in the next episode so we can all hear what you like. Don't feel like you only have to get in contact with questions. You can tell us little stories. You can tell us what you believe. And you can give us topics to discuss. It's up to you whatever you want to talk about. As long as it sort of references gaming in some kind of way. But obviously I am also going to leave a link in the description for anyone who might be suffering with them, with their mental health. And hopefully you can get some help. There will always be a link down out. there. Yes, always reach out. There is people that are willing to help. Me and Bubbles are perfect examples of that. Hi. <laughs> so if you want to do that, go for it. And lastly, the Discord. We are TGF. That means we are the gaming family. And we are a family in every sense of the word. If you Fuck need yeah. help, come to us. The only thing we do not allow is discrimination or bullying because of anyone's race, colour, creed, belief, or anything like that. If yeah. you are just that. if you are a gamer, come and join us. Be around like minded people. Please do. We all play games together, so if you're looking for a gaming buddy as well, we're all Yeah, exactly. And who knows? If you're interested, you might even be the next guest. Mm-hmm. Until oh, yeah. next time, my friends, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I am mm. going to bid you a fond farewell. I'm going to say farewell to Bubbles. Bye. <laughs> Stay <I'm>... sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you in the next one.